This is Unsportsmanlike with Chris Canty, Evan Cohen, and Michelle Smallman. Brownsfan42 uh, tweets the show and says, Guys, I gotta say, I'm realizing it. Unsportsmanlike, your new morning show is fantastic. Yeah. Of course, I just visited Weeds with a Z. So it might be the weed talking, but I really like the new show. Stay off the weed! <laughs> Thank you to Aaron Goldhammer, Tony Rizzo, Chris Oldak, everybody really big show. Cleveland, 850 KNR, ESPN Cleveland, one of our great stations across the country. We do appreciate all of our great stations across the country. By the way, send us the gear. We want to rock it here yeah. on sets, and uh, we've done it for multiple stations already, and you can do so. It is Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance, along with Michelle Smallman. Chris Canty, it is his birthday today. He's got a lot of food. There's a lot of food all around here. I'm Evan yeah. Cohen. Uh, we have the birthday cake. There's egg sandwiches coming in. Yeah. Bart Scott is breaking down trans fats. <laughs> well, well, Small's already said that calories don't count on your birthday. No, they so don't. It Definitely doesn't matter. Not. Yeah, I yeah. can just, you know, it's a free-for-all right Calories now. don't count for us on Chris's birthday? Calories no, no, don't it's count a celebration. Everybody's right. involved okay. with it. Good. Yeah. You just right. want a smorgasbord. A we're buffet. All, yeah, we're one team. In, in the unsportsmanlike yeah. studio. Okay. Good. Love it. Love Absolutely. it. Uh, you can tune in this weekend, by the way, for college football action. LSU in Florida, presented by Dr. Pepper. Coverage begins 7 p.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. All right, let's give you the latest here on Michigan. Heather Dinich, uh, ESPN college football writer, senior writer for Michigan. And she put out there this morning, just about 23 minutes ago, sources indicate a Big Ten response is coming early this afternoon. Michigan leaves at 1 and flies mid-afternoon out of Detroit after getting through security checks per usual routine. So that would indicate, we think, that if Jim Harbaugh is going to get suspended, he would have to be suspended before the team leaves Ann Arbor to go to Michigan to fly out to Penn State this weekend. Because if you fire him, not fire him, if you suspend him on the tarmac or while in the air, and he goes to Penn State and then has to go home, I don't care what you think he may have done. That's utterly ridiculous. But do you guys think there is a chance he actually gets suspended today? No. I think there's a chance that he could be disciplined, but it won't be in the way of a suspension. If anything, it'll be a fine today, and they'll leave it open-ended and allow them to do the circle back when it comes to taking him off the field for games next year. But I I can't see a world in which you suspend a head coach less than 24 hours because that's what it would be. You're talking about a kickoff being at noon. Less than 24 hours before they play a top-10 team in the country. There's no world in which that makes sense if you're Tony Petiti. I have this insane vision because this story has so many twists and turns of Big Ten officials waiting on the tarmac for Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> Sir, I'm sorry. You can't board the plane. You have to come with us to your discipline hearing. But, no, I, I think it would – they, they want to send a message, but this message would be, I think, a little bit too severe to suspend him less than 24 hours before they're – or about 24 hours before they're ready to play this game. And the – they're a business. It's not good for business to not have Jim Harbaugh on the sidelines versus a ranked Penn State team. I – I know maybe a lot of other people around the Big Ten would want to see that happen, but I just don't see a scenario in which the Big Ten would punish themselves in a a way by also punishing Jim Harbaugh. So you think we may have a third member of a Big Three for tarmac season? Because tarmac season (laughs) right now is known as Lane Kiffin fired at USC on the tarmac, right? Yep. yep. And Daryl Morey waiting for James Harden on the tarmac when he (laughs) traded for him. Which, by the way, side note. Daryl Morey still has a painting that he commissioned of James Harden in his living room. 
If somebody Awkward. called me a liar and said I never want to work for that person, I don't know if I'd have a painting of them in my living room. So you think there's a real shot today that we have a visual scene here no. of chaos. I mean, is it, it, but it's not that crazy considering just, it has to happen within a few hours now. It's This story has just been so bananas from day to day that that's the first thing that popped in my mind. And they're running out of time and runway, no pun intended. Pun intended. Pun intended a yeah. little bit, yeah. <laughs> there was pun intended. It, well, maybe a, a scotia pun. But if they're going to do that, they've got to get to him before he gets on that plane at 1 p.m. Yeah, and that that's going to be unbelievable. It's why we're monitoring this here, of course, the rest of the show until 10 a.m. Eastern when we hand off to Greeny. Also, of course, we have NFL action this weekend. Uh, Jags and the Niners, Commanders, Seahawks. We'll have it for you beginning at noon Eastern, at noon Eastern on select ESPN radio stations. And that Jags-Niners game obviously features a matchup that is fascinating. First pick in the draft, last pick in the draft um, in Trevor Lawrence against Brock Purdy. We also have C.J. Stroud and Joe Burrow, which Smalls in our promos for our show, in essence our commercials for our show, said one and a half Ohio State quarterbacks, which I want to get back to that in a second. And we have Deshaun versus Lamar in terms of Watson versus Jackson, Browns, and the the Ravens Ravens, this weekend. Best quarterback matchup this weekend is what? But first, explain to everybody why you said one and a half Ohio State quarterbacks matching up this weekend. Well, C.J. Stroud, of course, you can associate with Ohio State. But even though Joe Burrow did go there, he's an LSU guy. Yeah. So it's it's only a half Ohio State quarterback. So yeah. our producer, Nuno, has very passionate takes about this whole thing. Can you explain this, Nuno? Because you were adamant about Jalen Hurts, about where he went to school, Joe Burrow, Tommy DeVito. We have three starting quarterbacks off the top of my head that went to multiple schools and you think that there's rules and regulations around the association here, you know, with this stuff? Well, no, I just find it funny where, you know, because and Burrow this week said, I went to school at Ohio State, but I played football at LSU, which mm-hmm. technically it's right because he didn't play at Ohio State. But Fair. it's this, oh, can you claim him, right? Alabama, you know, Oklahoma claims Jalen, uh, Jalen Hurts, and it's like Alabama's not allowed to him. The way I look at it is, is this team or school able to hit you up for money? Like, then they can claim you. Fans can claim you. If you went there and you had success no. or, well, except for Illinois, Tommy DeVito. Sorry, Michelle. Yeah. But like, but like if you've year. had success and you helped them win, then fans should be allowed to claim you, right? Like, So then Jalen Hurts is both. Yes. I mean, technically but Joe Burrow is be. not, you're saying? No, Joe Burrow is absolutely not. Yeah, Joe Burrow is definitely not. I don't yeah. remember seeing Joe Burrow on the field for Ohio State. What about Russell Wilson? Both fan yeah, bases can right? claim him. NC State and Wisconsin. I think so. Yeah. What would you say? Like what, that? what is the player? What is the player claim on his intro? So with, Russ, uh, Russ does a, like, what, What's the one? He I does a whole pack of Badgers. Is what I Russ says. I understand uh, that. You're proud of that. That's the guy you want to be taking before right now. You want to? You want to claim Russell Wilson? Russell Wilson hadn't looked great. Yeah. There's I, yeah. For if anyone from Ohio State is trying to claim Joe Burrow, they're out of their minds. He is as LSU as they come. I mean, the yeah. the one image you have of Joe Burrow is in the LSU uniform, smoking the cigar. Yeah, he's LSU. Yeah. He's LSU all the Jalen way. Jalen Hurts is the, uh, to me. Did, did, I just yeah. want to make sure I got this right. Did Joe Burrow transfer because Dwayne Haskins was on the field? Was that the guy? Maybe was it Dwayne Haskins? Was it Dwayne Haskins? Wow. Was he just, I'm just, was, was that the timeline? I don't, I don't remember, to be honest. Yeah, Haskins was the quarterback in yeah. 18 because he was drafted in 19 in the first round. I'm just just trying to put that out there. Well, Justin Fields um, was at Georgia and then transferred to Ohio State. Yeah, I don't know yeah. that anybody at Georgia claims him there. No. I, I think that – here's the thing. Here's the thing that's throwing Nuno off on this. Oklahoma doesn't tra- claim Troy Aikman. That's where he started. Uh, well, he, and he doesn't claim Oklahoma. <laughs> Not yeah. at all. Yeah. Exactly. No exactly. It works exactly. both ways. Jalen Hurts is the anomaly. 
family. That's really what it comes down to on the claim game. Yeah. Alabama has a right to claim him, and Oklahoma has a right to claim him. Yeah. And he has a right to claim Alabama, and he has a right to claim Oklahoma. What, he about, was a major what about Baker Mayfield? Mm. Texas Tech? Yeah, I'm just I guess saying. He, what about, yeah, he had moments early on yeah, as a walk-on. Play, I don't know. Yeah, he played there. I, I Nobody just think thinks of him. see Baker in Oklahoma. Yeah, yeah. He, that's what I think. Okay. Of. I All think right. Jalen Hurts is just the anomaly. Jalen Hurts is the anomaly with everything. Like, mm-hmm. he's so good at so many things, and, and he's just so quiet in the way he goes about things. He's just great that he was a major contributor to Alabama, the winning championship, and a major contributor to Oklahoma. And I think that both schools have a right to say he's our guy. Joe Burrow, it's a little different. Joe Burrow, this is not a matchup this weekend of Ohio State quarterbacks. It's just not. No. I'm sorry. Maybe with guys with Ohio ties, but not Ohio State quarterbacks. All right. Best QB matchup this weekend. Which one are you taking, guys? Ooh. You can make an argument for any of the three matchups. Yeah, I I, I lean toward Brock. And we'll leave Zach Wilson I, I, lean, I lean toward Purdy and Trevor Lawrence just because Brock Purdy is going to have Debo Samuel back, and we know that he's a different quarterback when Debo's in the lineup. Uh, we'll see what's going on with Trent Williams' health, but Debo back being healthy, George Kittle, Brandon Ayuk, Christian McCaffrey versus Trevor Lawrence and the weapons that he's got in Jacksonville, I think that's going to be fun to watch. That's going to be a fun game. So my initial thought was Stroud versus Burrow because it's the new kid on the block going up against an established guy on the block. And C.J. Stroud, to me, has a bit of that Joe Burrow essence. And by that, I mean a guy that was drafted really high, that went into a franchise and is showing that he is the guy and that he can be transformational for them. But I don't know if you can look at any quarterback matchup and say that there is more at stake than Deshaun Watson versus Lamar Jackson. Because we talked about it earlier in the show. This is Deshaun Watson's opportunity to prove that the Browns made the right decision decision and giving him all that money and leveraging their future to bring him in. Now, it's I think it's going to take more than just this game, but if he goes out there and has a great game and beats the Baltimore Ravens, that's a big deal. Yeah, I think the answer to this, like, it definitively should be Deshaun Watson and Lamar Jackson. Like, that should be the game, the, the best quarterback matchup. You have two guys that are franchise quarterbacks, two guys that basically have a lot to do with each other off of this offseason. I believe a lot of the struggles that Lamar Jackson and the Ravens had contractually were directly because of the fact that Deshaun Watson got the contract he got. Yeah. I think that it screwed up Lamar Jackson so much, in a, in a, and I, he wasn't wrong to be screwed up by this, but I think Lamar Jackson probably looked at it, and he never would say this out loud because he's not this kind of guy, but he probably looked across the way and it's like, you kidding me? I am flat out better than that guy. Mm-hmm. I have an MVP. Mm-hmm. I'm like winning man of the year awards and look at him and you're giving him 230 million and I can't get 231 that I think that those two are actually way more connected than people realize because I think the core of the Lamar Jackson contract issues this summer were directly because of the point of comparison. He wasn't looking across at Jalen Hurts or Patrick Mahomes or Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers. He's looking at Watson saying, you're not going to give me more than the who and the what of him. Mm -hmm. And I think that they are directly tied together. And I think that should be the matchup of the weekend. I don't think it's going to be. I think it's going to be Lawrence and and Purdy in this mix. Because I I have a bad feeling this weekend about Stroud. Here's what's happened on this show. We have hyped up quarterbacks, and the moment we hype them up, they fail. We did it with Purdy. <laughs> we said we, we talked about Jared Goff finding yeah. his way into the MVP conversation, more so because the schedule found his way Bus out of that conversation. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't it feel like C.J. Stroud could like, have a rookie game this weekend? Well, he's going know, up against one of the best defensive yeah. play callers in the entire league in yeah. Lou Anarumo. And listen – 
the Cincinnati Bengals have been putting up points like nobody's business yep. since Joe Burrow has come back healthy. The last three games, or excuse me, last four games, you're talking about during that span, the Bengals' passing offense outscoring everybody else's passing offense by 42 points. That, that's, that, that's the disparity because of the efficiency that they're having in the pass game. No way C.J. Stroud and the Texans are going to be able to keep pace with that. Not going to happen. Not going to happen. So uh, let me just give a quick update here on um, Michigan. So Adam Rittenberg sent this tweet, ESPN College Football Reporter. Uh, the league's sportsmanship policy allows Petiti, Tony Petiti, a Big Ten commissioner, to impose up to a two-game suspension and a $10,000 fine as standard discipline. Any discipline exceeding those marks would fall under major disciplinary action and would require approval from the Joint Group Executive Committee, which includes officials from several Big Ten schools. So mm. that's where we are. It could be up to basically without a – well, not without a fight. But within his jurisdiction, he could give out a two-game suspension and up to $10,000 of a fine. Well, if that happens in the next couple of weeks, there he'll either be gone versus number 10 – Penn State or versus the big game versus Ohio State. Which is why I still think there's an outside shot he gets suspended for tomorrow. Wow. Okay. I, I, because I you think, think they'd rather him miss Penn State versus Ohio State? Yeah, and the pressure's on. And and I don't and we've all agreed there shouldn't be the pressure on because because other uh, member institutions are complaining, it should not impact the success of the t- or the, the penalty, but it's it's happening. We know it's happening, and that's why I still think there's an outside shot that he gets suspended today for tomorrow. Coming up. Can you root against your own team if it benefits them long-term? We'll get to that next on Sportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do, big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. It is Unsportsmanlike, presented by Progressive Insurance here on ESPN Radio, ESPNU, ESPN App, Sirius XM, Andy, all of our great stations across the country, including 1050 in New York, talking about the Giants here. As uh, You sure you want to do this, CeCe? It's your birthday. 
We've we've been in a good mood all day today. You, you want to bring up oh, your they, Giants? They, they can't break my soul. Okay. I, I mean, right. right now, right now, we're at the point in our season where the only way we lose is if we actually win games. And good luck trying to do that with Tommy DeVito as our quarterback. Okay, I'm well, in a great space as a Giants fan. That is an important thing we have to get to. But I want to just kind of recap one thing. So Xavier McKinney is a Giant safety. After the game over the weekend, kind of put. Put the blame on the coaches. Not kind of. Go ahead. Not kind of. I mean, he basically blasted the coaches. I mean, Xavier McKinney didn't hold back any punches when it came to the criticism that he levied toward his coaching staff. And it's just one of those things where you wonder how you walk it back. So after the game on Sunday, he said that he he didn't think that the coaches did a great job of letting the leaders lead. And it's hard to go out there – and be able to make plays when you don't feel like you're being heard. That's what Xavier McKinney said about the coaching staff, not putting the players in positions to have success. And then, of course, defensive coordinator Wink Martindale came out uh, a couple days ago and said, you know, those types of comments hurt the locker room, and and you can't make statements like that because – Essentially what it does is it helps the media and it hurts the coaches and the players do their jobs. Well, let's hear from the defensive coordinator, Wink Martindale, on uh, those comments from McKinney. Surprised me because it's the first time it's ever happened in my career um, that, that a, a player would make a statement like that. Um, you know, uh, you know. so it, it, I, I think it was a case where, you know, the, the, the kid's just frustrated uh, uh, from losing. Um, you know, we spoke, we cleared it up. Uh, you know, the example that he gave me of what he was talking about was an in-game adjustment, and uh, it was over. I, I, I mean, it, it really took a while for him to, to, to point out to me what exactly what it was. But I think that, you you know, you grow from that. You know, I just told him that, you know, that's something that it, that it hurts the locker room. It hurts the defensive room uh, when, when you say something like that. So... Obviously, some dissension there, to say the least. Bad football team. This always happens on bad football teams. We know that, whether it's publicly or privately. But there is a a part of this now, and almost every single fan base has experienced the concept of rooting against your own team for long-term success, a.k.a. a better draft pick, right? It is in the Giants' best interest to not win the rest of the season to get themselves a quarterback. That's the team you root for. Mm-hmm. It's in For me, it's in the Patriots' best interest to not win the rest of the season, get themselves a quarterback. I can't do it. I will be sitting there at 9.30 a.m. Eastern time on Sunday watching the Pats and the Colts, and I will be rooting for my team. I cannot root for my team to lose. I, I just can't do it. And I know a lot of people— Well, you're are- in a different situation, though, because you, you still have those, those good feels and the nostalgia around Bill Belichick. You want him to be a part of the rebuild process. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And the more wins that they get, the easier it is to justify staying with them. Correct. Absolutely. As a Giants fan, I don't give a damn about right, Brian you Dable. Don't, you don't have a If Brian yes. Dable is here, cool. If they're searching for a new coach, that's also cool. The most important thing is that we get a quarterback. And the fact that Daniel Jones is out for the rest of the season is going to make that easier to happen. Now, listen, I don't wish injury on anybody. And so, you know, wishing a speedy recovery for DJ. But, but I'm, I'm glad that Tommy DeVito is going to be out there taking snaps because they ain't got a chance in hell of being able to win that game against the Cowboys. They're probably not going to win another game all season, and that's just fine with me because that means we're going to get a top-two pick 
which is Drake May or Caleb Williams, a quarterback prospect that's so good that even my team can't screw it up. That's what we really want, right? That's what we're after. But are you going to root want, against them? We want, we want the Trevor Lawrence yes. of the quarterback class. I don't want the Zach Wilson or the Justin Fields or the Trey Lance or the Mac Jones. I don't want to be stuck in that. I want the surefire quarterback prospect. And based on what all of our draft analysts are saying, that's Caleb Williams and Drake May. I want one of those two guys, and I don't give a damn what it costs me. If it costs Brian Dable his job, fine. If it costs Joe Shane his job, fine. I ain't got that much attachment to him anyway. They only been here two years. Cool. If if the owner don't want to keep them around, fine. I just want to make sure we get the damn quarterback. So speaking from experience, there is a position that you can be in where your organization is so defunct and so dysfunctional that they can screw up even the most surefire of quarterback prospects. I am a St. Louis Rams survivor, okay? They found a way to mess up Sam Bradford, who coming out of college, everybody said was as sure of a thing as you've seen in a long time. Now, maybe Caleb Williams is different. There's levels to this. Sam Bradford and Trevor Lawrence ain't the same. Sam Bradford, freshman year, was amazing. After that, he was. Trevor Lawrence is a little different. Like, Trevor Lawrence, Andrew Luck. Now, listen, the Colts screwed up Andrew Luck, but it's not as if the team didn't have success when Andrew Luck was on the field. But Trevor Lawrence was screwed up by Urban Meyer. So, coaches and— But he he bounced back, though. Because Urban Meyer got out of there. I'm just saying that there there could be an environment that could be so bad that they could could ruin even the most surefire court. Not that Sam Bradford was a Peyton Manning, but I'm just saying, you better be—it's just— You're not wrong. You're not wrong, but I guess my whole point is I, I don't trust my team. Right. And I'd rather have a guy like Trevor Lawrence because you're right. They tried their best to screw up Trevor Lawrence, and they couldn't do it because Trevor Lawrence in year two, when he got a competent NFL coach, won a playoff game. But we're going and, and, to the football part of it. Go to the fan part of it for a second because you're, what you're saying makes a ton of sense. Like, I want Drake. That May, is the want, fan part of it, though. Right, but th- no, the fan part of it for me is you have to sit there on Sunday rooting against the Giants. But you know they're going to lose anyway. Right, I but don't, if Saquon I don't, I don't has, have to root hard. Listen, no, no, but the, Ram, the Rams went 15 and 65 over a five-year span. I knew they were going to lose. The draft was our Super Bowl. <laughs> right? The draft exactly, was our Super exactly. Bowl. Keep on losing. Yeah. I know you're going to. So, yeah, you played the Seahawks tough again. Great. What's our draft? You know, you know what it is, Small? You know what it is, Small? This is all new to him. He hadn't had to deal with this That's in two true. decades. Welcome to the club. Welcome, well, I, don't, I, don't welcome. I don't think you welcome. guys are in the Welcome masses. to life without a quarterback in the National Correct. Football. Welcome. I don't think Come you guys are in the masses. Welcome, to, telling you. welcome exactly. to dysfunction. Exactly. Let's, let's open it's it up fun. to people it's on the bottom. It's, it's, it's fun online. over here. 888-SAY-ESPN. 888-729-3776. ESPN issue presented by Dr. Pepper. It's not college football season without the delicious taste of an ice cold Dr. Pepper. Yeah, maybe it is. Maybe it's new to me. But can you root against your own team? Yes. If it benefits them for draft position, can you actually root against your own team? Because you guys are saying, I'm abnormal, and that most fans are like you guys saying, screw it. No. If Saquon has a 20-yard run, I'm going to be mad? Evan, you got to reframe this. Okay. You are rooting for your team. You're rooting for the future because the yes. present is already a walk. Yes. I can't do the it. The present you're is not going to happen. You're just, you're just being short-sighted. No, I know it's the you're, right you're, thing. You're just being short-sighted. No, I know it's the right thing. I know, like, New England losing to Indianapolis this weekend is the right thing to get them closer to a Super Bowl. I fully understand that. But you're asking me during a three-hour stretch when I'm watching my team to be mad at success. I can't do it. Is it success? No, you're not going to be mad at success. You're going to look at Mac Jones throw the football, and you know what you're going to say? 
That's why we need to lose so we can get a better quarterback. That's why we need to lose so we can get a guy that can make that throw. That's what you're going to say to yourself. One win versus the Colts does not equal success. Exactly. That's the other part of the game, too, right? We trick ourselves as fans because then we have the one good throw. We're like, oh, maybe if he does more of that, maybe they don't need to draft a quarterback. But that's what happens, Smalls. Could could Mac Jones have any throw on earth that would make you want to eat him? He stinks. But I'm telling you, Bears fan. last night's a horrible example because they're they get Carolina's pick. Let's just say they didn't get Carolina's pick. There's no way that Bears fans last night are watching that game rooting against their own team. You can't do it Be- in the moment. Because if they win, they still have they're still winning I know, because of because Carolina's it's pick. It's a bad so it's example. Totally different. It's a bad example. I just I'm sorry, I, I last night, but I just don't know that you could root against your own team. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Can you root in essence for the future? Over the present. We will get your phone calls in on the Dr. Pepper call in line on that. Also, Evan Almighty, the latest on Michigan. But first, CC, the birthday boy, has this from Vivid Seats. Haven't been to an NFL game night this year? What are you waiting for? Vivid Seats has your back for all your ticket needs. See every tackle, every touchdown, every play live and in person with great deals on great seats. Plus, with Vivid Seats rewards, you earn rewards with every purchase. They're here for us fans. That's why they offer unbeatable rewards like surprise seat upgrades, free tickets, and more. Just visit VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats, the official ticketing partner of ESPN. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric e-bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. Making predictions can be tough. Wrong, 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 wrong. Unless you're the chosen one. He's the chosen one. This is Evan Almighty. We are going to get some weekend predictions in the mix here on Unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. And we are presented by... Progressive Insurance, Insurance for Motorcycles, which I've been saying, people have said today I look like a guy who's riding a motorcycle, right? You that's, said that? that's better than what I got. Yeah, I, well, we're going to get to that in a second. <laughs> we we got to talk about this. Let me just make sure I tell everybody about Progressive. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs for protection on the road and on the water. See how much you could save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and Progressive.com. Uh, CC went to get up, so it's Smalls and I here, um, which means you better not let us play for too long because who knows what's going to happen. Um, so I've been told on the ESPN U side I look like I'm part of a motorcycle gang. Yeah. Which me riding a motorcycle and part of a crew of people riding a motorcycle, in case you haven't realized it, not exactly me. I just happen to have a leather jacket on and my University of Wisconsin hoodie. 
I don't know how I'm a motorcycle guy. Now you. Yeah, you don't look like Sons of Anarchy. Over no. There. Maybe you know Wild Hogs too. <laughs> Me, Tim Allen, and who else in the mix on that? Um, so Smalls has a long sleeve shirt. It's striped. It's, it's striped. It's basically like um, a horizontal referee shirt. Think, think Hamburglar. Ham, okay. And it's a, a little Ed Hockley. Okay, you dressed as Ed Hockley? Like, what ref's fashion? No, 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 but that's not what I was told today. So I'm okay. wearing a black and white striped shirt, think referee, and then a gray... Horizontal referee. Yeah, horizontal referee. Yeah. And then a gray sleeveless felt blazer over it with with a, a pearl situation Okay, that's a on. vest. That's not a sleeveless felt blazer. That's a vest. Well, it's long, so it kind of feels like a blazer, but I guess you're right. Pat, would you look at that as a, a, bla- a sleeveless blazer or a vest? It's closer to the blazer than the vest. Thank you, Pat. Wow. He's Thank just you, going Pat. against anything no, no, it's, I'm saying it's today. Because of the length of it. Thank you, Pat. He <laughs> understands fashion. Fashion expert Pat Costello. Yeah, he's our fashion expert. <laughs> he wears insider. shirts from the ESPN prize closet that are no longer in style, basically. I mean, from old shows. Love that. Yeah. And that's what it's called, first it's called, take your take today. It's called vintage, Evan. Look it up. Yes. Part okay. of fashion. Right. Um, but today we go into our hair and makeup room to get ready for the show. And the girls, the lovely ladies that glam us up every day, Lou and Anita, they're so fun. We have the best time in there in the morning as we prep for the show and get ready for the day. But Lou says to me, your outfit today is giving George Washington. It's giving founding fathers. She said I looked like a founding father. So I need to put my hair up so that I could really serve George Washington's slide All right, we today. need to put the split screen up at Unsports ESPN who looks more like what we've been described to look like now, right? Like me and the motorcycle gang or you like George Washington? You look nothing like a founding father. That makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. I'll take it. All right. No, no you you should not take that. That's not a compliment, Smalls. George Washington, one of the most important figures in our history, I would take it. Didn't he have wooden teeth? So what? I think okay. ivory because he was rich, right? I don't know. Anyway, okay, here we go. Evan Almighty, predictions for the weekend, and then we're going to get some calls in at 888-SAY-ESPN, Dr. Pepper inbox, and if you can root against your own team because it helps long term. All right, number one, I think Harbaugh is going to get suspended. Today? I have a weird feeling. I feel like he's not going to coach the game tomorrow against Penn State. I think Harbaugh gets suspended. Number two. Giants-Cowboys, a game that was a rivalry that everyone used to care about that I don't know that we're going to care about by the end of the day on Sunday. Matt Barkley plays in that game. Tommy DeVito is not throwing passes for them. I think Brian Dayball is going to bring Matt Barkley, who's still in the NFL, off the bench. And Matt Barkley plays. Next one. I think San Francisco and Jacksonville is going to be the game of the year to date in the NFL. I don't know what we're going to consider the game of the year right now in the NFL, what people have looked at as the best game of the year so far in the NFL. I think after Sunday, we're going to look at San Francisco and Jacksonville and say, boy, that was the best game to date amongst great teams that we have seen in the NFL this year. Purdy, Lawrence, San Francisco, Jacksonville, game of the year. Next. I'm all in on C.J. Stroud. He's been great. 14 touchdowns, one interception. I think with a great win against the Bengals, he's right in the MVP conversation. Unfortunately, I think he has his worst game of the year this weekend because of all the hype we've given him this year. I think that's what happens with the unsportsmanlike curse, basically. Oh, great. He has uh, his worst game of the year this season. How did you just give us a curse? Say Say that we're cursing guys. Well... We were hyping Purdy, then he was bad. We hyped Goff, then he was bad. Bumps in the road. (laughs) 
Just, I'm just saying, George Washington. I mean, <laughs> I mean, my founding father over here, Michelle Smallman. The face of the $1 bill, okay? Yeah, seriously. What? The last one. Deshaun Watson has his best game of his Browns career this weekend against the Ravens. And there's going to be that moment where everybody's going to say, you know what? I don't care what happened on the field up until this point. They're in the mix. They could win the AFC North. And Watson has his best game as a Brown Sunday against the Ravens. And there you go, Evan Almighty, Mr. Washington. <laughs> George. All right, George, let's get some phone calls in right, at 888-CESPN on the Dr. Pepper uh, call in line. Matthew in Brooklyn, New York, listening on ESPN 1050 on if you can root against your own team. What's up, Matthew? Hello. Uh, I have been a lifelong Detroit Lions fan, so oh. I have been thirsting for wins my whole life. So... Yes, I say always cheer for a win. So no matter what, no matter what, even if it could hurt your, even if it could hurt your chances at number one overall historically. Yes, because as a Lions fan, again, we did that so many years in a row, and there was a big divide of that. Like, oh no, let's just tank and get a draft pick. Well, how many top five draft picks are we going to have? We're going to have a really expensive payroll. These guys that just keep not working out. So let's apply some like money ball tactics to the NFL, and uh, you know, let's try to get. Better draft picks instead of more expensive ones and higher yeah, ones. That, that's a really interesting thought, and thanks for the call, because the Lions have been so bad forever. The team, the fans have been rooting against them to get higher picks, and it hasn't actually worked out. Right. Right? Same thing with the Browns, and, and they go a different route, and it kind of does work out there. Uh, Phil in North Carolina listening on Sirius XM80. What's up, Phil? Evan, you got to get on board, buddy. I you can't need do to it. pull for him to lose. I can't do I'm it. I'm a diehard Dolphins fan, went for years with. Went from Greasy to Woodley, took us to a Super Bowl, to Marino. You're spoiled. There's no Patriot way. That was the Brady way. That's and the right. only way you're going to get back there is to pick up that next quarterback. That's so Believe me, 20 years but without Phil, a quarterback. Phil, I know. When, you were, when you were in the midst of the suck for luck that you guys ended up with Ryan Tannehill, not exactly uh, sucking for luck enough because you didn't get him, you were rooting for them to lose every single week? You were rooting for the Dolphins to lose every week? As a fan of the team? Yes, for the future. Yeah. Yes, I can give up a little bit. Hey, we drafted Ronnie Brown number two, and Aaron Rodgers went number 22. You talk about frustrated? Wow. I've been frustrated for 20-something years. You've been through it. It doesn't hurt you. You're still a fan. You're looking out for the future. That's right. And you've got two quarterbacks sitting there at the top this year that's franchise-changing. Thanks for the call. Let's talk with uh, Kevin in Arkansas listening on Apple Music ESPN Radio. What's up, Kevin? You're on with George Washington and a motorcycle guy. <laughs> hey, guys. Thank you for having me on. Um, I've been a, long, a lifelong Steelers fan. Uh, there's never been a time where I wanted to root against the Steelers, even though some Yenzers uh, won't come in to lose to get a number one pick. But I never want to be as bad as the Bengals to get, like, a Joe Burrow. The Steelers have always um, drafted mid-round since Tomlin. I don't think they've drafted a top-ten pick, and they've still been successful. I love being able to know that we got a chance to make the playoffs. I never want to be bad enough to be the Bengals. Yeah, I, that's where I am, and thanks for the call. Like, And, and I understand that, that the Steelers have actually never been this bad in the Mike Tomlin era or Bill Cowher era. I don't think they've been this bad like the Giants with the two-win team, Bears three-win team, Patriots two-win team, etc. But I think that's where I am. Like, I just can't root against my own team. I can't sit there on a Sunday and root against them, even though it's good for the future. You're rooting for them. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I'm saying you're rooting for them by rooting for them to lose. 
I'm rooting for them by rooting for them. Yeah, well, I'm rooting. No, I'm rooting for the 2024, 25 version of them. But it's still them. Right, but I'm not rooting for the 2023 version of them. Now, again, you were obviously alive in the early 1700s and 17, late 1700s. I've seen some me. things. Evan. Yeah, you've seen some things, and you didn't have TV back around. then. You know, it's part of our founding fathers. Uh, <laughs> Bob in Virginia Beach, listening on the TuneIn app. What's up, Bob? How you doing today? Morning. I'm I'm a lifelong Raiders fan. It's my 50th season as a Raiders fan. I voted for them to tank once. Look where it got us, Jamarcus Russell. So I'll never do that again. I never bet against him in fantasy, never bet against him on the line. That's the point. You're not guaranteed anything. But I want my shot. But the Jets fans were rooting against them, and they end up with the number two pick, and everybody thought Zach Wilson could be a guy in addition to Trevor Lawrence, and obviously it was a disaster. Or has been a disaster. It just doesn't guarantee you anything. You don't guarantee you something winning. Losing doesn't guarantee that you're going to get better players. How many wins would it take this season for you to believe that Mac Jones is the future quarterback? No, he's, been... he's not. Okay, so you have already arrived at the, de- the decision that he's not the guy. The only way for you to make sure that he's not the guy is to draft or at least change your fortunes drastically is to draft one of these franchise-altering, so we think, quarterbacks. Don't you want to put yourself in the best position to change things moving forward? Everything you're saying is right, but in the moment it's stop impossible. There. Just stop there. No. <laughs> Well, I mean, you were our first president. I mean, so, like, I remember a few years ago, the Miami Heat had a first half of the season where they were 11 and 30, okay? okay. So, conventional wisdom would be root against them, get the number one pick in the draft. I couldn't do it. The, the second half of the season, they were 30 and 11. They finished with a 500 record. It actually was horrible for the franchise because they would have been better doing what you would suggest is root against them as a fan. It's just hard, in my opinion, to root against the team that you are actually root for on a day-by-day, week-by-week basis. Guys, a reminder, we were proud here at ESPN to recognize Veterans Week as we honor all military personnel who are actively serving, veterans who have served, and those who make the ultimate and have made the ultimate sacrifice. Many of our ESPN colleagues are those very brave people who have served the U.S. Armed Forces. As a commitment to empowering those who have served our country, we want to make sure that military personnel and military spouses everywhere are aware of ESPN's continued support of disabled American veterans, DAV career Affairs, which connect veterans and spouses with employees nationwide who are committed to hiring them. ESPN's support of those career fairs, listen to this, engaged nearly 7,900 veterans and spouses, resulting in 2,900 interviews being conducted and 960 job offers made. To learn more, visit DAV.org. That's DAV.org. Coming up, our founding father will make us smile with positive programming next on Sportsmanlike. <laughs> We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This. 
This is the Unsportsmanlike Podcast on ESPN Radio. Time for a round of On Fort, where Smalls makes us smile. It is Unsportsmanlike here on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. Along with Michelle Smallman, Chris Canty, Evan Cohen, with you. In about 15 minutes, we will give you the latest on what is going on with Michigan and the potential penalties for one Jim Harbaugh. Smalls, what do you have for us today? First thing on four is these breakfast sandwiches that yeah. we have right now. It's Chris Canty's birthday. Had. Oh, you're finished with yours? Yeah. Nice. Well, it's Chris Candy's birthday. Shout out to Cece today. And we have all sorts of food happening today in honor of Cece, including breakfast sandwiches that were delivered. Nothing hits quite like a good breakfast sandwich. Nothing. It's, it just, I'm telling you, my, my go-to breakfast sandwich, bacon, egg, and cheese on a brioche bun, rock out like that, a little ketchup to dip it in on the side, or oh. barbecue sauce, depending on whatever barbecue way you want to fly. Absolutely. But can't beat a good breakfast sandwich, a good egg sandwich. Nice. I mean, you can if they had tomatoes. For some reason, this place doesn't have tomatoes. How do you have an egg place without tomatoes? I don't understand leave, leave that. Leave it to Evan to complain about the free 99 breakfast. I, the free 99 breakfast. I offered breakfast. money. That's, I got, de- I got denied on the offer. You don't think an egg place should have tomatoes? You don't think that comes with an egg place? It's not going to make or break my egg sandwich. It's just Same. not. I think it should have tomatoes. Not very positive I mean, of you. Here's the thing. If they didn't Thank have you, bacon, Pat. if You're they didn't have sausage links, hash browns, I, I could understand your gripe. Tomatoes? Not so much. Yeah. Not they, so much. They had guac on my sandwich. They have avocados. And this is supposed they to guac and not tomatoes? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Smalls, I thought this was positive programming. It is. I didn't well, think that. Why, why, why is he taking positive programming to a negative place? Tomato. Evan always derails positive programming with his negativity. Yeah. I don't know I don't what know. that says I about you, it. Evan. But. I think you do. And I think that's why you're saying it. George Washington. Here we go. Here we go. Okay, well, let's really crank it up with the positivity. So Shohei Otani, we're wondering where he's going to play baseball, but he is in the news, not because of that, but because of something amazing that he did with New Balance. So he is donating 60,000 youth gloves to elementary schools in Japan. In his statement that he put out announcing this, it says that comes out to around 20,000 elementary schools in Japan, and he's hoping that the kids can spend their days happily with a lot of energy through baseball. I thought this was so awesome of Shohei Otani. So then my reaction being me should be, why didn't he donate bats? But I'm not going to, I'm not going to go there. But anyway, uh, that's, he's the best. He is the best. He's the, he, along with Bryce Harper to me are the faces of the sport right now. I know people could say, well, that doesn't, they're not necessarily the best players in terms of, uh, Harper, but I don't care. Harper is just a rock star. Otani is once in a lifetime. We will probably in our lifetime never, ever see a player like Shohei Otani. I don't think we will. He, what he's doing is unbelievable. He's a unicorn. And it kind of stinks that he's going into next year and he won't won't be able to pitch. He ain't play for them gloves, did he? He did it. Oh, you think I'm going negative? What? He ain't play for them gloves, did he? He did it. Oh my god! He facilitated the gloves getting there. And I'm the, the negative the, one. He bought the gloves. Are, are we no. sure? Are we sure that he bought the gloves? No, because Smalls just mentioned New Balance. So in the story, New Balance, smart marketing by them. Putting together this campaign with Otani. Hey, let's do something different. <laughs> Everyone just puts you in commercials or things like that. Listen. Let's make a donation. He's in commercials. He's got to, his commercials. Right. Yeah. Let's make your let's make a donation to Japan that people are gonna talk about to schools in Japan. That is a wonderful, wonderful thing. That the person that accuses someone else of being negative just threw a conspiracy theory on charity. Y'all put more on my charity today <laughs> with the donation y'all made than Shohei did for them gloves. I can promise you that. I can promise you that. Guaranteed. I appreciate and I'm that. The next it's an awesome birthday gift, by the way. Thank yeah. you. I just wanted to say, say that again. It doesn't matter great who's teammates. footing the bill. Great teammates. You know, New Balance is a great teammate for Shohei Otani. It doesn't matter who's footing the bill as long as the kids are getting the gloves. 
They're getting the glove you're because saying, of Shohei. Are you saying Shohei Otani found out he did this today? I donated 60,000 gloves? Yeah, you know That sounds about right. That works. He put out the statement. He knows. He put out the statement? He put out the statement? No way he crafted that statement. He said, I'm happy to announce that I will be donating, I will be donating approximately 60,000 youth gloves to every elementary school in Japan. That comes out to around 20,000 elementary schools. And he's helping the kids. Guaranteed guaranteed he did not write the statement, and he certainly did not pay for the gloves being donated. I'm asking this question because I honestly don't know. Does he speak English? A little bit. Yeah, he speaks okay. a little. Okay, yeah, all right. So, he, so, yeah, yeah. so, right. So maybe he yeah. did put out the statement. No, no. He put out like he approved. He approved the statement that yeah. was written for him. Well, that's, yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah but yeah. when you are a star to the level of Shohei Otani, you have a team around Ooh. you. Do you think that to, top- the, to the level of Shohei? I love yeah. that. You know the le- there's levels to this, Smalls. He's at the top of the there's game. There's levels to He's it. A I, unicorn. When you're as big as Shohei Otani, you can donate to charity without actually spending money. Do you think that Patrick Mahomes would put out a charity statement without his team approving it first? Of course not. Probably not, no. Do you think that he would know that he did it? Because he's he saying he didn't even know he did it. <laughs> Shohei knows. You no, Shohei knows. Shohei knows. You think when Mahomes partners with a ketchup company to donate all the ketchup to the schools and, and different yeah, things, he, he knows. knows that? Absolutely. He famously loves ketchup. All right, we're, 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 we're bringing a lot of negativity to positive programming. So uh, small, it's more you, you today. Than I'm talking about kids getting I'm free you baseball you just, gloves. You just turned. Where are the bats? You just found the the. The negative side of free breakfast. I don't understand how you do that. Well, let's see Where how Evan can turn this one negative in positive tomatoes? programming. Uh, the Angels, we don't know if Shohei Otani is going to be there or not, but they do have a new manager, and I love this, you guys. Ron Washington is the new manager hey, of I the like Angels. Hey. He last, he's 71 years old. He last managed in 2014, and I love the message that he put out to the Associated Press when they announced or when they asked him about announcing his new job. He says, I'm lost for words, but not the work it will take. So he's so thrilled to be back in baseball. I think baseball is a better place with Ron Washington in it. Yeah, just an all-around good guy, and certainly the baseball acumen is second to none. So having him in the dugout as the, as the skip for the Angels, that's a good place to start in terms of your off-season process and putting together your team for 2024. And I'll so, say one other thing which is positive, and it is on a serious note. I've interviewed Ron Washington a few times, and he's a wonderful uh, spokesperson for recovery and going through different things and bouncing back and getting the help you need. So Love that Ron Washington is back. Uh, last thing before we wrap this up, guys. Or Kate- not back. Back as a manager, I should say. It was yeah, crazy. back as a manager. So, Caitlin Clark, obviously a huge star. in. Uh, she obviously is a, one of the biggest stars in sports, but in college basketball. She last night put up 44 points versus Virginia Tech. So, Iowa beating Virginia Tech last night, 80-76. Caitlin Clark, 44 points. She continues to be simply excellent. And she won. Giannis puts up, what, 54 last night and lost, right? So it's great when you put up, like, when you reach that level of Caitlin Clark where we know you're a superstar, you know you're going to be a top two pick in the WNBA draft, like, we know that. It's about winning now. And she won with the the big night last night. That's the important thing. Giannis did not. Without Dame. I have to point that out. Do, why do we have to point that out in positive programming? Because I'm giving her credit. Did it just say Giannis put up 54 points last night against the Pacers? Didn't yeah. get kicked out of the game. His coach got kicked out of the game, though. Yeah. Adrian Griffin, yeah, got kicked out of the game. Got to do the too small thing. Yeah. It's unsportsmanlike on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to the Unsportsmanlike podcast on ESPN Radio. You can listen to Unsportsmanlike live weekdays from 6 to 10 a.m. Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch on ESPN2 and on ESPNU. Unsportsmanlike with Evan Canty and Michelle. 
Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.